Welcome to the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. I'm your host, Nicole, and this podcast is your guide to start creating a lifestyle by design. From entrepreneurship, money and finance, taxes and residencies, and everything in between, this show highlights the nuances of a true global citizen lifestyle. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. So in today's episode, I am going to be breaking down the different taxation systems around the world. This is a very fun topic as a global citizen and full-time traveler. If you are listening, you are likely in the same shoes or similar shoes to me. So I'm sure that this will be interesting to yourself as well. This is basic taxation. 101. We're not going into anything super complex, but just breaking down the different taxation systems and how you can potentially benefit or not benefit potentially from the systems. So there are three main taxation systems. And then I say there's kind of one exception to that. Some people could say four taxation systems, but the way that I like to see it is three taxation systems that almost every country in the world falls under, and then a few countries that fall under a different taxation system. Let's dive into the main three. I'm going to kick it off with something that is called residency-based taxation. This type of taxation is common in most, not all, but most Western countries, which I will dive into later on in the episode. Residency-based taxation means that you are taxed in that country if you are a resident of that country. Now, like I said, most of the Western countries follow this system. We're going to use, let's use Canada as an example. Most of Europe is residency-based taxation. Like I said, most Western countries and many countries that are not Western as well go under this system. Mexico, Indonesia, Canada, Spain, there are, there's a lot. So we're not going to dive into all of them, but there's a lot. Residency-based taxation means that you are taxed if you are a resident in that country. So even though you may not live in that country, if you are still deemed as a resident or you haven't changed your residency and left the residency of your home country or whichever country you have residence in, then you will be paying tax in that country because you either live there and have ties there, or potentially you don't, but you live elsewhere, but you have not claimed residency elsewhere. If you travel often, would probably be one of the more common situations if you have not changed your residency to be elsewhere, then you will still be paying taxes in that country. It does vary depending on the country. In some countries, you will be taxed potentially on your worldwide income if you are a resident of that country. Or you may be taxed on on income that is only made in that country if you are a non-resident. So it can change depending if you are a resident, if you are a non-resident. This can somewhat change depending on every individual country. So that's the first one, residency-based taxation. I wanted to cover that one first because that one is likely the most common system that you will be seeing. Let's dive into the second type of taxation system, which is citizenship-based taxation. And at the moment, this could change and I could go down a rabbit hole of 
what governments are doing and why this could change. But as of right now, there are officially two countries in the world that tax based on citizenship. And the big one, if you are American, you probably know that this is your country. The other country is a very small country in Africa called Inertrium. These two countries are the two countries that it doesn't matter where you live in the world. It doesn't matter where you are a resident of. You will be taxed because you hold a passport or a green card. It's not only a passport. If you hold a green card as well, you could be subject to this. If you were born in America, you could also be subject to this. So there are a few exceptions and ways that you, the term that you may have heard before is called an accidental American, ways that you potentially have become an accidental American. But if you lived in the States and or were born in the States, then likely you are a citizen. You will, even if you're not a citizen, you may still be paying tax. There are a few ways to get around this. So there is FEIE, the Foreign Earned Income Exclusion. There are another, a few other ways to get around it as well. And you can lower your tax if you are an American. Uh, you may not be able to get rid of your tax burden completely, but you can still lower your tax as an American with the proper setup and structure for your lifestyle and your business. There are a few ways, like I mentioned with the FEIE, but a lot of the time, if you are a high income earner, you will still be taxed. It's different for every situation, but you will still be taxed likely on your worldwide income. FEIE, you are able to claim, it changes every year. I think it's around 110, 120,000. I don't know what the exact income threshold is for 2024. If you make that amount or lower, then you may not need to pay taxes in the US. It also depends if there is a double tax treaty with the US and the country that you are currently residing in. But there's a lot that goes into it. At the end of the day, you are still liable to the IRS, to the American system, if you hold a passport. That's why you have probably likely heard of those who travel full time, have a very lucrative business, and that can be in crypto sometimes you will likely have heard of, or just any other lucrative business. And they want to not pay that tax to America because the person hasn't lived there for years and never plans to again. They will actually give up their citizenship. I know quite a few people who have done this for different reasons, but at the end of the day, taxes is part of that reason, along with other things in the country as well. That is the citizenship based taxation. I could dive into that so much more, but just as a general overview, that is citizenship based taxation. Just as a side note, it's very interesting to me because it's difficult for Many of us who are not American, who come from the residency-based taxation system, to be digital nomads. But it's funny because it's almost somewhat easier as a digital nomad if you're American because you don't typically, you know, unless you're a very high income earner, you won't try to optimize your tax, leave your residency and go elsewhere because either way, you're liable to the IRS. So it's funny that I just find it interesting that a lot of non-Americans will optimize their situation, whereas Americans, if they're not extremely high income earners, just kind of accept it and go with the flow because they know regardless, they cannot leave their system unless they are willing to give up their passport. Whereas for residency-based tax taxation, 
it is easier, not easy, but it is much easier to leave the system than simply giving up your passport. Let's head to the third taxation system around the world, which is territorial tax. Territorial systems are great systems if you are looking to optimize your personal tax and your business tax. Territorial, there are different ways that you can slice it depending on the country, depending on where your business is, depending on your specific situation. But in a territorial tax, what this means, if the country follows a territorial tax system, it means that you are only paying tax in that country if you have made money in that country. Let's say Panama is a really great example of a territorial tax system. It famously is a territorial tax system. Let's say that I have a business, but none of the money, personal, business, whatever it may be, touches Panama, then I am not liable to pay any tax. So it's a beautiful structure. It gets more complex than that because you have to figure out where you're going to establish your business, what that flag of the five flag theory, what that flag, quote unquote, looks like for you. You can really use these countries and this system to your advantage as a global citizen and potentially pay zero or if not zero, then low tax. With some other territorial tax countries that are very well known are Georgia, Panama, Paraguay. There are a few others and there are some that also act as territorial tax countries, even though they are not with Uruguay, where as a foreigner, it is a residency-based taxation system. But as a foreigner with residence, you may not be liable to pay taxes unless the money comes into Uruguay. So it depends on the country and how they act towards foreigners gaining residence or foreigners just living there or foreigners also having digital nomad visas. There's quite a few that have great taxation benefits. So it depends, like, like I said, you know, everything in this world depends on, in the taxation world, very much so depends on your situation and what works best for you. There is no one size fits all, but this is just the general basic information. Then the last tax system is no tax. So these are great countries and regions that allow you to be able to pay absolutely no tax. They make their money in other ways. They do not make their money from taxing citizens, which I love to hear. So a few examples of this are UAE, various of the Caribbean islands, Monaco, Kuwait, among others. This is typically a more advanced, is the right word, solution, because to set up your residence, to buy a passport, to incorporate a business in these countries, it is going to be a higher price point than to do so in some of the territorial tax countries. So that's important to keep in mind that there is a difference in the pricing, but yes, there may be $10,000 a year to keep your company up and running. But that $10,000 is all that you are going to pay. Maybe a value-added tax, a VAT or a sales tax, but you are not going to be taxed at the end of the year. Pay $10,000 to keep the company running and to not pay any other tax and know what money is going to be coming out of your pocket at the end of the year instead of 
just guessing and wondering what number it's going to be with the IRS at the end of the year, that sounds like pretty good freedom to me. If you are a global citizen, I'm sure that you're a proponent of that. There are so many people, it's so interesting to me, who are against that and think that there's something wrong with that because they pay such high taxes and fees in their home country. But just because you grew up with a certain system and you saw others around you paying taxes does not mean that you need to succumb to the same system and the same lifestyle and the same way of doing business and setting up your life that they do. Something to think about on this Monday morning, wherever you may be in the world. I am currently in Chile at a beach town. It is beautiful. It's slowly becoming summer here. It is almost November. It's been really nice and nice to relax, unwind, continue to do the things that I love within this business and continue to enjoy this global citizen lifestyle. Thank you for joining me here in this episode and I will see you on our guest interview this Wednesday. You've just listened to the Work, Wealth and Travel podcast. If anything from this episode resonated with you, I would appreciate if you share this podcast on your socials. And of course, be sure to tag me. And don't forget to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you for joining me on this global citizen journey, and I'll see you in the next episode.